a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Welcome, and thank you for listening in to another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. Storytelling can be a powerful tool in marketing your services, especially when your customers are sharing your story on your behalf. Today, we're going to listen in to a recent conversation between Andy Johns and Shannon Sears. Andy is VP of the Telecom Division at WordSouth, a content marketing company. And Shannon is Director of Commercial Operations for West Carolina Tell, headquartered in Abbeville, South Carolina. As we join them, Andy and Shannon are discussing a residential development known as Savannah Lakes Community. Kirk Smith, General Manager of the development, markets the community's access to a fiber network right alongside its lakes, golf courses, and phenomenal views. It's high-tech, high-nature. Let's listen in. Right off the bat, um, I think you had some things to say um, just about a, a, a brand advocate, but what does it mean to have somebody like Kirk, um, who's kind of become a cheerleader for West Carolina down in the Savannah Lakes area? Man, man he has. It was a, a, a unique opportunity, really, in the fact that they have this uh, – development that has all of these lots that were sold in the kind of mid to late 90s that sat kind of that they sold it and then they kind of remained stagnant there were a lot of uh, uh, lots that were vacant but yet they still had a road structure and, and and sewage and things like that but they had our fiber network as well and so as we built a relationship with Kirk and you're right I mean he was a great advocate for us uh, it kind of transitioned to hey we're going to start selling Lots, and we really want to uh, talk about the fact that uh, you know you, we have this great fiber network that people can you know that can come here even before they retire and continue to work uh, from home and, and with this great network. There's no limits to that, and their big thing is you know high tech, high nature, and so we're right here on the lakes uh, of the Savannah River, and it's just a, a, an unbelievable opportunity for people to come here and. And enjoy nature, but at the same time, they don't give back. They don't have to kind of give back anything as far as uh, technology goes. What are some of the ways that Kirk and the other folks down there are telling your story? How do they, I know they've got signs and some other things. What do they do to tell your story? They do. I guess the biggest thing is that they do have signs everywhere that talk about the fact that they're in a fiber uh, area. And uh, they they do that. Uh, Any of their marketing material that they send out uh, you know, talks about the fact, again, high-tech, high-nature, uh, but it goes further to talk about the fiber network and what it, what we can provide with gig services uh, to them. Uh, there was a couple, and I know we've talked about this, but a couple from Chicago that moved in that, that had a business that um, – that really was all around technology and, and what needed to be, they needed a lot of uh, bandwidth to be able to run their business, but they moved here and uh, were just amazed and even told all their friends back in Chicago, good gracious, they have better service here than we have in Chicago. And I live in the sticks. So, I mean, they're out in the middle of nowhere. So their message is getting through to the people that they're having to come here. And it's interesting. You wouldn't have thought that um, just our network would sell lots for them. But in many cases, it has. Uh, and as a result, what's good for them is certainly good for us as well, right? So um, that that's kind of part of it. 
how valuable is that to have somebody who you don't have to you don't have to go do that because they're I mean they're selling your product for you. How valuable is that for you to have? Yeah, how great is that to have somebody like Kirk? And I, I know you don't know him, and we're talking about him, but he's just so energetic and enthusiastic about what's going on uh, at West Carolina. And and to have somebody catch fire like that for your own network and to tell your story for you is is certainly unique. I don't know many people that have that, but um, he 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 gets it. And I think the reason he gets it is because we've we've built a relationship with him. Uh, we've educated him and his staff on, you know, the benefits of uh, our network and the benefits of having fiber and the benefits of faster internet speeds and and no limitations when it comes to that. So, but because of that, and and once he he started talking about it more and more with us, the next thing you know, he's talking about it to everybody he sees and and the people that that come in to visit this area because they do a lot of marketing outside of our area you know, sometimes up north and give people an opportunity to, to come here and see what they have. And so as they come here, I mean, they're, they're telling them about that constantly. I don't think you can even measure what it means to have somebody that tells your story for you. But I think you have to lay some of the foundation for that. But once you do it uh, and that takes off, then it kind of gets a life of its own. And, and uh, what a great experience for us has been. And that life of its own, that was really what I was going to follow up with. What does it mean for somebody to hear somebody like Kirk say something versus hearing it from the guy with the West Carolina logo. Does it mean yeah. something else? That word of mouth, does it, you think it carries more weight or how, how do you think it translates into kind of spreading word of mouth that way? It means a lot more. When you see somebody that enthusiastic about, you know, somebody else's network, um, you, you, you can't pay for that. I mean, that's something that you can tell when he's talking about it. And he's a community leader and that makes it even better, right? People understand where he's coming from, and uh, and and he uses our services at his house. And so I think it means a lot more when you hear somebody like that, not only somebody that's just talking about it just so that they can sell a lot, but somebody that uses it themselves, they understand what it is, and they don't mind telling people about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can put a measure on that for sure. Now, the West Carolina story, uh, we talked about it a little bit. <clears throat> How do you, and I know that you've got one of those, um, some kind of civic lunch um, several times a week, sounds like. Um, yeah. But how how often are you telling the story of West Carolina, and how do you normally tell it um, uh, to folks? I know a lot of folks there know it, but particularly going into a new area, um, yeah, how are you telling that story? What is the West Carolina story? Yeah, that's a great question. And like most companies that are like us, we've been around for a long, long time, right? So we're used to telling our story to people that already really know our story. And that's kind of fun. Uh, we did have an opportunity to... Uh, kind of branch outside of our area and uh, with uh, with Columbia County. And uh, um, that project is a project where they already had a fiber network in place. And they contacted us because they had heard about our great service and the fact that we could offer, you know, gigabit services. And we understood uh, we had a fiber network, so we understood what that meant and, and how people can use it. Uh, and they had, uh, like I said, this great network. But they also had another issue, which is a great issue to have. They just were booming. Uh, they they couldn't build houses fast enough uh, to to uh, for the demand for people that were coming in. As a matter of fact, I think in one case it's kind of funny. They had uh, held the permit on a house because they couldn't. We couldn't have any more houses because the schools couldn't take the kids because uh, there's just no room for them. So that's a great problem to have. But at the same time, they had this uh, fiber network and they. Uh, weren't using it to any capacity. They contacted us, and we were able to partner with them 
to start providing that service. Now, where that created a, a unique opportunity for us is we had not done marketing really outside of our service area like that. So, um, and, you know, that we used the traditional ways to do that, but we did it in a different, you know, we were always talking about our employees, you know, our local employees are living in the area and things like that. So we just had to kind of change our mindset uh, to go out and tell our story a different way. Uh, with us offering gig, uh, gigabit internet speeds, though, it, it, it was kind of easy because the, the, the reason for all of that uh, demand there was the Cyber Command Center. And so they understood technology. And so the challenge for us was just to get them to trust us enough to uh, allow us to do it. And man, I tell you, we, we did one one unique thing from a marketing standpoint is, is uh, we would go into these neighborhoods and if we got a customer to sign up for us, we would put yard signs out in front. And I, I first thought, well, that, you know, yard signs, people have been doing that forever. I don't know if that'll work, but we have a website to where they can go in and how'd you hear about uh, West Carolina. And uh, man, almost 100% of them were saying we saw it in a yard sign. So word of mouth was a huge way for us to do that once we got into the neighborhood. But we did a lot of door to door. And sometimes you got to roll up your sleeve. We did a lot of mail outs. Um, we used a, um, a web page to where people could uh, go in and sign up and tell them, tell us that they're interested in their in a specific development. So the more interest that we got out of that, uh, you know, that, that kind of dictated where we went from there, right? And so the, that was a recipe for success because we had already sold a lot of the people before even going into the uh, neighborhood. So that was a great way to do it. So uh, we learned an awful lot of things, and we're still learning a lot of things. Uh, and and uh, But it's been a great success so far. How much do you think a company's story matters in terms of um, an area where things are competitive, um, and I know that with the speeds, it's a little different down in Columbia County because y'all are so much faster. Right. Um, but do you think when the features line up, um, everybody has similar features, how much do you think a, a company's story, a company's reputation um, plays into customer's decision? Yeah, so I think it's a huge part of it. But how do you differentiate that is the biggest thing. You know, how what makes you stand out with that? And we're, in our service area, it's pretty easy because of the service that we provided over such a long period of time. So now how do we convince these people to, to do that? And I'll give you an example of that. So last week we had a customer that sent us uh, from Columbia County, a brand new customer and sent us a, uh, uh, we call them nasty grams, but it was just a terrible, I mean, she was just ripping us. And she said, I'm never going to believe all the hype. So I thought, well, one, hey, we've created some hype. That's great. And uh, even though she's mad, right? And so, uh, and and in her defense, uh, she had gotten her service connected, and then the very the very after the uh, installer left that night, their service went out and they had an issue. And then, as when she called the trouble line, man, she she didn't get any help, and so it was uh, it was a disaster on our part. So so we get this email the very next day, and so we were like, man, if this happened, we really got to get on it fast, and um, you know because. And I guess that's the bad part and the good part about social media is you think, boy, if this lady's on Facebook and she's talking like this, she did in this email, we're in big trouble. But at the same time, of course, we want to make that right, right? And so we jumped right on it. We had somebody out there that day and really that morning and got it fixed and apologized to her, explained to her what happened. And uh, and she she sent us another email that just said, you know, Man, y'all responded, or y'all's response to my issue was unbelievable. And every, you know, everybody I talked to was helpful. And uh, 
though I understand I had, you know, bad problems, you guys get it. And so I think that's what it's about. But I think really you have to take that one customer at a time and you have to be able to prove over and over that uh, you can create all the hype you want. And I'm, I'm happy because I'm a marketing guy. So I want to create as much hype as possible. But at the same time, it's not just hype. You got to be able to back it up. And I think we did in that area and we'll continue to do that. And hopefully as we build that reputation, uh, you know, it'll be just like in our uh, ILEC area. She'd heard the story about how good y'all were. Then she saw it in action. And I think everybody's has a story to tell when it comes to gigabit internet service or, or the high speeds that we can offer and, and the great services that we provide. And you've been listening to a conversation between Andy Johns and Shannon Sears about the value of having brand advocates, those who are telling your story in the communities that you serve. Thank you for listening to another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm Stephen Smith, your host, and I look forward to sharing time with you in the next episode. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.